Well, hello, everybody, and welcome again to the Weirdly Magical Podcast with Jen and Lou. And um, I am Lou, <laughs> and Jen will introduce herself in a minute. But before we uh, introduce ourselves, just a little housekeeping that um, we do take questions on this podcast. And um, I don't think we have one this time, though, do we, Jen? No. But if you have a question you would like answered on the podcast, send it to weirdlymagicalpodcast at gmail.com. We also have a patreon.com. So for just $3 a month, you can support our work on this podcast. Um, there's a few running costs. So really, you know, we're just looking for support with that. And it's patreon.com forward slash weirdly magical. And... Um, Leave us reviews. That was the other thing. Reviews on iTunes, preferably, even if you don't listen to us on iTunes, because reviews are where it's at. And that's what gets the uh, podcast more attention. So if you could leave a written review, we'd be extremely grateful. So, Jen, do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. I'm Jen, Jen Dishen, and I am an Akashic reader, teacher, astronumerologist, and creator of the Illuminating Journey Cards, and I guide my clients to uh, activate their soul purpose so they can live in joy. Awesome. And I am Louise Eddington, um, shamanic astrologer uh, for Kick-Ass Women, (laughs) and author of two books, Modern Astrology and my newest book, The Complete Guide to Astrology. Uh, which is doing really well and got some great endorsements and reviews. So check that out if you like. Um, I what else, what else about me? <laughs> I would like to mention as well that Mercury stations retrograde on Sunday. We're going to talk about that as part of this lunation. But I am offering a completely free Mercury retrograde short, quick class to help guide people through this particular Mercury retrograde. Um, which I think is going to be a little foggy and confusing, but also is going to be awesome for your imagination and um, intuition. So today we are, sorry? I just said for sure. (laughs) (laughs) And today we are going to be discussing the energy of and around the Pisces new moon, which takes place, place on February the 23rd. At 3.31 p.m. Universal Time, which is um, the, um, the old Greenwich Mean Time. And um, it takes place at 4 degrees and 28 minutes of Pisces, conjunct retro- retrograde Mercury, in aspect to outer bounds Mars in Capricorn, and also Chiron in Aries and Uranus in Taurus. And there's other things going on in the chart, too that we will talk about. It's also in aspect to the lunar nodes. So it's actually pretty big new moon. (laughs) There's a lot going on that we're going to talk about. And there's a lot going on that's connected to the charts of some of the countries around the world. So um, we'll mention that as well, I think. So um, this is the fifth of six new moons at four degrees so jen's going to talk more about the numbers but i find it interesting jen that it's um four degrees 28 minutes so there's four two and eight so there's kind of all that math going on in there as well so 
What do you think to that, Jen? <laughs> well, yes, because the thing that's so fascinating is that we're in a four year this year, right? And four is this energy of rooting uh, or, or kind of connecting to a system or to something new, to create something new and make sure that it's, um, uh, it has integrity, right? Whatever it is, you're building something, it's laying a foundation, it's planting roots in the earth, it's stabilizing things. So it has a lot to do with the Saturn uh, energy. Uh, and with all these fours, just repeating over and over, and then two, four, and eight are the manifesting numbers. So it really is a huge message to us to focus on what we want to root and plant and create because there is so much going on and we do have a lot of um, disruption, disturbance, things that are taking us away from who we are. Not that we haven't had that for a long time, but it's like the world and the universe is saying, okay, you've looked, you've thought, you've imagined, you've protested, and now it's time to actually start to activate, really start to plant or root in this energy because the four is connected to the earth and it is connected to this idea of being at home, right? At home with ourselves, at home with our history, at home with the idea of where we're going, what are we creating? Because that's our safety. Our, you know, it's like, this is who we are. This is what we're creating as individuals and collectively, right? Home is not just as an individual. We live um, in spaces, in our bodies, on this earth and all of that collectively. So we have to look at that. Like, how do we find our space within the collective? Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the kind of main um, aspect configuration with this new moon, of course, is the conjunction with Mercury, which is retrograde. It's a very, um, it's a real call to go within and check in with your intuition about what you're building. But then it's the main two aspects are this kind of mini grand trine, if you like, to two Earth signs, Uranus in Taurus, an Earth sign. And then Mars um, in um, Capricorn, an Earth sign, and the South Node and Mars together over there. And I always really, and I've said it many times, I always kind of think of this uh, combination of energies as real kind of sculpting. And with Mars being out of bounds and Uranus um, being the planet of lightning bolts and surprises anyway, we're kind of being asked to really shift our perspective and shift our inner perspective um, a lot as well and go in and really um, look at things differently. Because my favorite quote has always been for for a long time. If you change the way you look at things, the, the things you look at change. And it's a very true quote, but it's the same. People tend to think of it as looking at the outer world, which is true. But also if you look at your inner world, you know, what's not working, what do you need to shift and what do you need to change so that you can build these earthly foundations that are in alignment with your intuition and your inner space. Right. So this is a kind of like, you know, it's a paring down or a drawing away the, um, you know, you can say the kind of pus in your head or in your your world, like this idea that someone else is 
uh, telling you what the truth is. Someone else is telling you what's good for you. Somebody else is saying, this is how your body's supposed to be, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And now it's this idea like, oh, maybe I don't need to listen because I actually have some of my own wisdom. I have my own intelligence. Uh, you know, and I think forward also represents the uh, wisdom of how we actually become part of the world, right? And we become part of the world by doing. We take an idea and we make it real. And having those numbers two, four, and eight repeating through all of this is reminding us that's what we need to do. We need to attend to the details that matter. We need to focus on building something that has honesty and, and, and the honesty of a structure that's going to withstand uh, a lot of uh, battering. I mean, we just need to look around at what people are doing and how they use the idea of air and communication and pictures to manipulate our oh. thoughts. Right. And, and bringing in that Pisces kind of um, smoke and mirrors kind of film um, aspect too. Um, we're in right. Pisces and it's so strong. You know, Pisces, of course, has its wonderful qualities, but there's a lot of um, um, delusion, illusion under Pisces as well. And, you know, I think of one p- particular um candidate in the u.s for who's in the democratic party who's just gaining through tv ads that are really slick and designed to manipulate and and that's the pisces energy it's like here let me take you in (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah i think what's so yes what's so fascinating about this whole thing is that this is an opportunity to watch how illusion is created, but also to choose the illusion. Because a lot of the things we do and operate under are illusions. I mean, our reality is based on an illusion, right? An illusion of what we believe. Somebody's doing this to me. Nobody pays any attention to me. All of those are illusions, right? So here we have people. Uh, I also think that, uh, you know, the president here in the United States is great at um, helping create that illusion or helping people go oh yeah uh, you know this is this you know it's slate of hand you don't really know what's going on and so the strength of that and the weakness if you will the challenge is to be able to know who you are even though all of this stuff is going around and happening because the one of the energies of of neptune is this idea of spirituality right this incredible um explosion if you will the the opportunity for us to connect with source with god with this with our breath mm. with uh, uh kind of seeing the separation recognizing it this all we are all one doesn't mean that anyone can fool us right which is like only a few people are in charge you know the guy behind the curtain and all of those things um yeah so i think it's interesting when we see all this stuff coming to the surface because of course Pisces is not just liquid water. Um, it's also the uh, right. It's the the idea of prison and the hidden and all of the things coming to be seen, and then we get to play with and go, oh, I didn't see this, or I didn't know I had this, or look at this here. So it's it's kind of like we have to look through the um, the sewage, you know, and go, oh. Or go into the looking glass. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
it's very, it's very Alice in Wonderland rabbit hole. It's all of this energy, you know. And as Jen said about, you know, um, it's kind of an opportunity to see all this glamour and where we're kind of being hoodwinked, if you like, by yes, the president and and others around the world. He's, you know, he's very good at it. He's a master manipulator. If I say it enough times, it's true. That's kind of... (laughs) (laughs) It's a great opportunity to see it as a reflection of what we're allowing to, into our, um, our consciousness because you know even films can manipulate us and where are we allowing ourselves to be manipulated i do think these aspects to uranus in taurus and mars in capricorn are very good for cutting into that and and kind of you know i think there's going to be moments around this new moon of oh my goodness i have seen this this way and this is what's really going on underneath there's an element of cutting through that fog if you like with these um rogue energies um with mars being rogue or out of bounds and uranus being the the benevolent rebel who likes to shock us so um right I think you're absolutely right. There's this energy of, you know, this, the, what happens with the the water, with the shock of water is the kind of lightning strike, the light coming through the awakening, that sudden kind of awareness, like, you know, shock treatment kind of thing of coming out of that um, being asleep, really, because that's also Neptune's area, right? Like, oh, I'm waking up. I'm I'm seeing things that I didn't see. I'm, I'm, you know, is this the dream or is this the um, illusion? Uh, That's really interesting. Mm. Um, It is. In fact, I've got a great picture somewhere that I might have to dig out for this new moon of of what happens when lightning hits water and 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 this explosion of kind of fire going with the water going up. That's kind of how it feels when I look at that. Uh, You know, not the just that it's going to be these big inner awarenesses and awakenings of oh holy heck this is where i've been deluding myself really or allowing myself to be deluded you know by all this realization i mean when you look at the word realization it's all about that energy of being um, catapulted out of your complacency and we might very well see you know, it's kind of these underwater earthquakes, right? That's, that's like so powerful. We may very well see this on the external as well. That oh, people, yeah. you know, suddenly we're going to see the curtain dropping and kind of, uh, and of course, we may do something, we may go back to sleep. But uh, I think this, this journey that we're on in this unknown uh, aspects is... Uh, kind of prodding us again you know getting that electric thing that kind of prodding us into awakening and going wait i can i can leave my cell i can yeah. you know i can walk away i can walk away from this so uh, yeah it's fascinating there's also the aspect of of pisces and neptune and pisces and all this energy of um of the glamour of wealth and riches and um and all that glitters is not gold all that kind of energy it's and and it's interesting that um all of the leaders that are being kind of um looked up to and gone oh you're wonderful kind of now are 
quite wealthy. <laughs> and and Trump's a prime prime example again with his gold everywhere. He's like, and Peter, you know, I people are allowing themselves to see that and go, oh, you know, it's glittery, it's shiny, it's lovely, and uh, well, I hope this meeting wakes some more people up. <laughs> Yes, that would be good. That would be good. But I think the, you know, what's so fascinating about all of this is that it's us being captured by the idea, the mm. illusion that something shiny is, has more value. We come back to that idea of what we're building, what has value to us and that yes. idea that, oh, it's shiny. Therefore, um, I must just follow it or I, I want that shiny thing you know like we are like a bunch of what do they call them magpies like we're looking we for are. the shiny I'm gonna decorate my house like we get we go off on these little tangents and the truth is you know let's if we are going to go off on a tangent let let it be something that connects us to the um, the energy of liberation, because this is what this is all about, is understanding that liberation, and I know we've talked about this before, but liberation is not, oh, I can do whatever I want, and who cares about anyone else? It's, oh, I have to take responsibility for my choices, and there's consequences, and this is very much a Saturnian thing, it's very much, mm. I think, a Plutonian thing, it's also very much a fall, right? <laughs> yeah. All of these things, it's like, oh, this, I made a choice. Now I have all the, like we can all look at it no matter what country we're living in. And a lot of the so-called democracies that are falling apart because people were like asleep, like, oh, somebody else is going to take care of it. I don't need to do anything. Yeah. Uh, I can just plod along and suffer and complain. And now it's like, okay, do I want to complain and suffer or do I want to start to take action yeah. that's going to move me out of this, the cell that I've been in? For sure, and you know Mars as well in Capricorn. I mean, he's um, he's the ruler of Aries, which is very much about our I am. You know, so we're being asked to look at ourselves, and he's he's out of bounds and rogue. So he's saying, you know, do it differently. And in Capricorn, yes, that responsibility again. He's conjunct the South Node, which is our past in Capricorn, which we've been talking about over and over um, since we've been doing this podcast, basically. The South Node is asking us to release our attachment to these um, outer structures and uh, move towards our own security and our own family, if you like, um, with the North Node in, Cap in Cancer. Um, so that, yes. yeah. yeah. And a lot of love, right? There's a lot of, I mean, that's the, 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 I think the illusion here to me is a lot to do with our illusion about love, right? It's been based on like approval, like if I have enough gold or I just adore somebody and follow them blindly, um, I will be rewarded. Right? And we see that playing out, right, in the world. And now we're going like, wait a minute, I've done all those things and I still feel like shit, it's not working. Right. So, uh, right. Like I, how do I separate myself from that kind of toading, uh, response that I've had in my life of like needing to fit in, needing to belong, making sure, uh, nobody thought I was an outsider mm -hmm. and kind of going like, wait a minute, we're all outsiders. So like, if we decide we belong, right. Then we can do this. We can do it together, but we have to still remember who we are in the, um, you know, yeah. you have to come back to basics. You know, it's, 
we didn't talk about the chords, by the way. Oh, we didn't, did we? Yeah. yeah so maybe it's a let's do the card time to do it now. Go back to the astrology. Right. What's your card? All right. So this is very interesting. My chord is the. Um, sorry, there's a bit of a glare here, but this is the twenty-seven the soul carpet. portal. Hmm? Magic carpet ride. Right, magic carpet ride. Very uh, um, Neptunian, mm. but it's also this idea because when you look at the figure, very connected to mm. the breath, to the the spirit, right? Because what keeps you afloat is your energy of spirit, the energy of being uh, completely connected to divine love, mm. right? and that's what keeps you afloat. And then talking about treasure, right? Like which will you'll, you'll see is reflected in the chandra symbol when i come to that as well i just noticed that <laughs> oh there's all this floating around in the water right That's... isn't that wild right <laughs> and, and then there's like the islands it's the feather it's this idea of belonging being so connected to self and to the divine energy of truth and who you are that it's just like you can just walk on water you can fly in a carpet and it reminds um, me of that the lightness of being the unbearable lightness of being. right exactly yes yes and and i'm going to hold my card up at the same time right yes <laughs> as always we didn't do that. yeah <laughs> but i got the majors <laughs> oh wow Blue wow. gold with all bits of gold floating. Yes. Wow, that's and amazing. It's the magician the, and the Mercury card, and we have Mercury retrograde conjunct the new moon. So this is this a real magical element in this new moon. So you know, I don't. You know, we're focusing on what you're letting go of, but this is inviting you to step into the magic of who you are. Really, it's you know, it's the magic of your being. And both these cards reflect that. It's um, it's quite beautiful. Right, it is. It's very, very. You feel the sense of freedom in this, um, right? In these cards, like this is the message. Like, just allow yourself to be in the glory of who you are, and just let go of all of those uh, bindings about what others have said it is like to be human. Like you're supposed to, you know, be enslaved in some way. Yeah. Uh, Right. And all of that, that illusion can just go because there's so much more. And to go back to my card a little bit more, um, Jen had all the gold floating around in hers. I've kind of got the the gold cup, the gold arrow. It's all floating around you. It's not saying this uh, and the gold sword. All of this is still relevant. All those things in the outer world are still relevant, but but they're not connected to the person in the um, card. So the person, you, <laughs> is the central figure and you are what matters. And um, I love that it's got angel wings on the feet, like her, her right. killing the dragon behind. It's, it's kind of oh, amazing right. cards. And we didn't look at each other's cards before we did this. I love it. We didn't know. <laughs> we had matching cards. Also, what I find really fascinating, I did look at before, we didn't talk about, is really fascinating is the numbers on this chart. So my card was a nine, and we actually have a couple of 27s. Saturn is 27. Mm. Um, Well, maybe we don't have a couple, but we have a bunch of nines, right? So we have a couple of 18s. You see Mercury's at nine. We have... uh, Venus at 18, Jupiter at 18, 
so that's really fascinating because nine is about the, the compassion, the, the greater picture, but it also allows us to fully come into our expression of who we are uh, and let go of the old. Uh, oh, is it nine? Oh, right. So there's a bunch of nines and then we have a bunch of threes. Uh -huh. uh, a couple of sixes. So these are all the three, six, nines, are all the emotional, like it's like we're releasing our emotional bondage of how we've looked at our lives, uh, you know, how we've considered, you know, what we've made important. We've made these like safety. Oh, I'm not safe unless I have the approval of my master. Like, you know, if I'm not following my, my man or my mm -hmm. parents, right. Or what the culture says is going to um, give me, Riches. And then my cards are one, and that really the only is it the only one? Or have we got some others? Right. Um, Not too many. Black Moon Lilith, true Black Moon Lilith is at one degree of the first sign, Aries, so one degree of the one sign, and she is our kind of um wild self, free of um the shame of um any shame we feel for just being who we are through our upbringing and the cultures that we've been in. She's saying break free of that. So, uh, yeah. Right. And, and, you know, it's fascinating because that Mars out of bounds is helping with that. Of course, mm -hmm. the Aquarian energy is helping, like all of this, this idea of being uh, that whole Piscean energy is about, you know, right? Freeing yeah. ourselves and getting focused on our self-expression. When we focus on that, we are not delusional. We are not getting caught up, right, in the, what was the, the thing of the ring from the uh, Lord of the Rings, remember? I keep thinking about that. You know, remember the, the column who had the, the ring, right? My How, the, my yes, my precious, right? It's kind of like, yeah, we've been under this illusion. I got to hold on to my little ring, but you know. <laughs> yeah. And then it controls us, right? Now we have to break away from that. So really fascinating. Now I do want to mention, and we and you know, Jen and I talked about it a little bit before that um, Saturn um, will be at 27 degrees on this new moon with uh, Pluto at 24 and Jupiter at 18. These three are all heading towards another more big conjunctions that are going to transform this year completely. Um, but Saturn right on this day on this Pisces new moon is going to be sat on the Pluto of the USA chart. It's going to be on the Saturn of the Chinese chart and it's going to be on something in the UK chart. Um, I looked and I can't remember what it was, but I do want to say that this, you know, what we're saying about stepping into your own responsibility and taking care of yourself and and those you love and the world around you and not relying on the outer world is going to become even more important because these this is good i mean in the usa it's starting really the usa pluto return we've been feeling it building but oh man it's really building we think things are crazy already it's going to get crazier got brexit in the uk of course we've got the coronavirus in china and incidentally the asteroid hygiea which is about health moves into gemini uh, just before this new moon which is an air sign and it's an airborne um, disease there is going to be more chaos there is going to be more disruption and institutions collapsing and things so the message to really 
step into your own authority is even more important. And um, Jen already mentioned that Venus um, and Jupiter are both at 18 degrees. Now, in culmination, Saturn, Pluto and Jupiter in Capricorn are making a T-square that's going to be around for quite a while with Venus, Eris in Aries and Juno in Libra. And this is all about shaking things up and really um, starting to think about your part in the world with the others. So uh, that's right. And that's really very profound when you think about it in terms of um, what it means. Like when we talk about not just um, airborne things. So what else is airborne is our voices, our, you know, our breath. The, our heart all of these things like what are we taking charge of like we 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 can't really run around putting out fires that other people are putting out i mean putting lighting yeah. but we can be very focused on our journey and what we believe in and bringing in the truths and the standards the values that are sacred to us uh, so it really is important to understand that as this thing breaks away, as our uh, egoic shapes and all the things we've kind of trusted in and looked at and believed that would be here forever uh, are collapsing. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I, th I also think that there is a, there's a lot here to do with religion in some way for me. Anyway, that's what I get is, and, I think we've talked about the fact that religion is about a belief system. It's not necessarily saying like so-and-so says this, or they're reading a book and they're saying it means something. It really is our belief systems. And it's, it's kind of where we put our trust, the trust of our heart. Like here's my leader and my leader says, Oh, you know, God, or this sacred energy is, this is what's true. And this is what I need to do. Uh, and I think we do need that stuff because we need to go back to some of the ancient wisdom of how the earth was a vessel for the divine, right? The earth speaks to us and, and through the trees, through the things we build, that's our greatest communication with the divine, not some other person who stands up on a soapbox and says, okay, the message is all coming through me. Now, I'm not going to say that these people don't aren't speaking truth they may they may have a lot of truth but you still have to filter it is it is it something that means something to you right or is it just something like oh i don't have to worry about it there's the person who's acting like my parent or my leader they've got all the answers i'm just going to follow them you know trust blindly it's yeah no right and remember take off the blinders basically <laughs> right, right and we need to be discerning i mean this is the whole point is when you're building a house it's like the three what are they called the three pigs right yes the story of the three pigs three right pigs. Yeah. right i mean those stories are so powerful because the first little pig what did he do he did like straw uh because he was in a hurry right yeah he followed the illusion somebody sold him the straw and said oh look you can just you, you'll be safe immediately and the one that landed up being the safest was the one that was discerning. They went like, okay, wait, straw is not going to do it. It's going to take a little longer than I want to build this, but, but I want to make sure. Solid. <laughs> right, right. And so this is it. We got to remember which pig are we? Like which house are we building right now? Because yes, we can make a house of straw, but you know, some of us, Rapunzel maybe can turn straw into gold. 
Um, but the rest of us uh, have to decide like what's true and what can we create that's solid and true and will um, stand up to the blowing of the wolf's um, wind. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right, right. So is there anything else on this chart we want to talk about? Um, that T-square right. actually between, right. between Venus and Eris, you know, um, it is also, and Juno in opposite in Libra, is also reflecting the divine um, fem- female energy coming back up again. We've talked about that right. over and over. So there's that reflected in, in the chart as well. Um, you know, and, and that doesn't mean women necessarily. It can do as well. But it just means a different um, a different sense of being and um you know understanding more com- having more compassion and understanding and and love rather than this these are the rules and we control and that, that kind of energy that's uh, totally shifting with this um t square in this chart that's going to be ongoing it's not on the new moon just on the new moon it's um this is a kind of year long <laughs> couple of years long energy really so uh, Right. Well, one of the great things about the female energy, and I think this chart speaks to this a lot, is about the idea of coming up with solutions, creative solutions, moving away from, oh, this is the way it's always been. And I I have this issue. This is happening. What are we going to do? How can we remember who we are, band together and create solutions that are going to work? Not solutions based on fear, but solutions that are based on a belief, a new belief system on hope, on the idea of kindness and love and all of the things we were just talking about. Uh, that's really important to understand that this is what this is about. How do we activate our imagination? How do we activate solutions that haven't been created yet? Yet. And and I, I've just noticed as well, we haven't talked about Pallas Athena, my favorite asteroid, the visionary, um, right. visionary strategist who creates plans. And Jen kind of nudged me when she said the word about planning because she's there in Capricorn coming up behind all the ones that are causing all the destruction. <laughs> um, and she's at 13, which is another four. And isn't 13 right. kind of the, the number of the goddess, really? The more, right. Divine feminine. Yeah. It's a very powerful number because it's about disrupting the status quo to create something new yeah unexpected so yeah there's definitely going to be some unexpected things or unexpected uh, events like we talked about knowledge awareness that's going to require us to now go okay what do we do now and let's focus on the solutions and not on despair right like what else can we do um I was reading somewhere and I don't remember where, but I thought it was pretty fascinating. Somebody was talking about the fact that we're in this age of the older woman coming forward and we're in the preparatory stage. And in 20, I believe it was 2024 is when the woman will really start to rise into prominence. And I tend to believe like you, Lou, uh, is that it's not, it may not all be women, but it's certainly people that have uh, come to terms or balance their male, female, right? And it's more of that divine energy, uh, remembering this is 
we're in the balance of learning how to balance our relationships right now right and that's all just part of it so it's not necessarily about a specific gender it's more about it's not the alpha male it's more that kind of kinder energy i guess that's yeah right i mean i think it's foolish to just pick and say oh the women are going to save us now or this one's going to save us uh when it's like we have to look at the bigger picture of who has the ability to to be a great leader and like we all do if we're willing to be humble and be take leadership when we need to and recognize what's important and be able to release the things like sometimes we have these great ideas and it's just not the time right it's too early or it's not appropriate so what else can we do alexandria casio cortez might be old enough <laughs> right i think she her or all of those people at that age are amazing this is what we need we need people that have guts we need people that are so um connected to their truth that they're willing to speak up and they're willing to confront and they're intelligent and they can hold a conversation and they can be compassionate and do all those things i mean sort of just these kind of wooden figures that are all about you know what's in it for me thing so yeah so are we on the symbol time shall we do oh, that yeah or I are we just going to put the light well, i was going to put the light on because for those of you who don't know i'm uh, in south africa so that's why i'm wearing summer but this evening is coming in here now yeah go put the light on all right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we could do that um so uh, yeah, we've had to kind of adjust time zones for recording this because uh, Jen's back in her home country and uh, for a visit, and I'm still in Utah. So that's the beauty of podcasting; we can do it from anywhere. Oh, that's better. Amazing. Right now, you can see me. See Jen. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I think I'm getting dark. It's like. <laughs> Right. are we ready for the symbols do you think or and then uh, well actually let's ask jen um you know i as jen is an akashic records reader and i do because this especially because this is such um a um, spiritual connected to source kind of new moon it'd be lovely if there's any messages from uh from the masters but also you know we did mention briefly that this is the fifth of six new moons at four degrees so this is a six month unfolding of the all that jen has said about the fours so i wanted to emphasize right. that. <laughs> yes and what's so fascinating is uh, this is the 23rd right we have this is happening on the 23rd and it's 11 uh, uh, an 11 universal day so 11 of course the gateway the portal and that's a two and we do have some striking uh, eights uh, Neptune is at 17 degrees, which is the eight is the number of leaving a legacy, really digging deep into what's happening. And 23, Eris is at 23 degrees. And um, I've talked about it before, about it being the number of our um, pairs of chromosomes and our digits, fingers, toes, right. nose and ears. And it's a very human number. And Eris is transforming because she is um, a newly discovered body and making those five again this five the five <laughs> 23 five making five right. 
exact squares to Pluto over this year and next year. So, right. Yeah. And we have with the dates three, it's a four, five, six. So whenever we have numbers that kind of follow each other, it's also adding a very powerful message. Um, I'm just going to look uh, here. For some reason, I'm looking at what's well, very interesting here. Sedna, I think it's, she's at it's Vesta, Sedna, and Hygieia. I know they're not exactly right on top of one another, but they're pretty close. Um, oh, we didn't really talk much about Uranus and Chiron, did we? Well, they're both at three degrees, right? And I did mention the nine, six, and three, and three. This is the emotional aspect, but three is about the personal emotion. I call it the number of self-love. It's this opportunity to express ourselves through love. And when we love everything, which I think this is what I'm hearing the message through this whole Neptunian thing, is an opportunity to stop being so um, obsessed with whole, like wanting people to do the right thing, right? Just forget about that because that's taking a lot of energy and it feels very burdensome. And to just let go of that. Like just recognize everybody's doing their thing and that's okay. And we may not agree with it. And how do we move from, I don't agree with it. We move by doing things the way we believe, right? So instead of spending a lot of energy kind of pointing fingers or looking back, we're gathering our energy and strength and focus to begin to swim forward. And they're saying, the Akashic masters are saying, it's, it's almost like, and I, the picture I'm seeing is like dolphins. It's almost like we're dolphins and we're using the, um, the energy of these lightning bolts, this energy of, of the healing from um, Uranus and uh, um, Chiron and these female energies as well to kind of, it's like this lightning that's going through our bodies, through our tails, uh, moving us into a whole new energy like we're learning to move in a new way and to work with that as opposed to oh i'm stuck look at why are these people still not getting it and just kind of like to start to swim towards what you believe in what you're creating you know and just allow that expansion of the mind to open up with this incredible fire and liquid and motion there's never any mistakes i'm actually in the middle of a uh, a, an eight-week course called the magic you're born for <laughs> and that reminds what jen just said reminds me of that you're happy and it and it takes me back to the magic carpet ride and the and the magician card that i you are you are being asked to step into the magic of you and putting yourself first and then loving those around you it's it's you have to love yourself first though <laughs> Right. And so this is what they're saying. It's like the belief, having the belief and going, I'm going instead of saying, nobody's coming with me. It's just like, okay, I've got to get going. It's, it's the um, imaginal, imaginal cells, like when the um, caterpillar, uh, you know, eats and eats and eats and then has the cells, the imaginal cells that um, keep, have a greater vision. They hold the vision for the wings of the butterfly and the caterpillar is terrified of the change, right? Because and tries to kill all the um, these imaginal cells. And then at some point, 
you know, the imaginal cells just keep moving towards that space. And of course, at some point, the caterpillar and the cocoon created. Yeah, right. Because they hold on to, they focus on where they're going. They're not worried about what the caterpillar, the fear is doing. They just keep moving and swimming with the energy. So, yeah. So, yes, there is disruption and all this happening that we've talked about. And and this the shadow of Pisces, we've talked about a lot of Pisces energy, but fear and victimhood is the shadow of Pisces. Just step into a magical space and trust and faith. Do whatever it uh, takes to, even if you have to ignore the outside world news, you know, I, I am able to watch it and switch off <laughs> and not fall into despair and fear. But um, if if you are one that, falls into that then protect yourself (laughs) right do more meditation allow the energy to come into your heart allow yourself to be um to raise your vibration through the choices you make so if you find that energy damaging and depleting clearly it's not good for you so um right you can just get the highlights from somebody else. Exactly. Right? You need to know what's going on. Some of us enjoy it and, and we'll do the work for you. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. But I mean, it's like this thing, you've got to question. When you hear all the stuff and you start going into that kind of monkey mind fear, then you've got to question, why am I afraid of somebody who says something, right? Because... That's just one piece of the whole picture. And, you know, people in in the news, that's their business is to promote fear because, you know, it makes it more exciting and it gets everyone running to the paper and yelling and screaming. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Right. Take care of yourself and your body. That's another thing. You know, it's just being aware of your health your body, your breath. So you first, it's like the oxygen mask. Yeah. Exactly. Put, yours, put yours on first, then your family, those you love, and then it starts to ripple out. So, yeah. Right. We're just so, taking care of you, bottom line. The symbols. All right. Am I going first or you are? I'm going to go first this time because I love this one. <laughs> I, I mentioned it already when Jen's and my cards came up about the gold yes. floating around. And my the symbol, um, the Chandra symbol, is thousands of gold nuggets glistening at the bottom of a clear stream. Subtle senses. You sense the subtle depths of experience and find therein glory, majesty and divine power. Your eyes inside are open in places others are blind. You are shown the wonders of the deep, yet an immense destiny challenges. For this is a selfless realm, utterly selfless. How can you uphold the inner light in its own pure radiance? It takes great courage, for you will be flooded by collective contents and asked to serve totally. Can you rise to this? Or will special colouring shadow this realm? Only true inspiration can show the way. And if there comes instead the idea of it, the received image, the secondary version, all will be illusory and like fool's gold of a shallow consistency, 
losing all savour. Wow. Yeah. So that talks to the illusion and things. And it's just, I love the, your eyes inside are open in places others are blind. So that's, mm. it, it's, it's just saying what we've been saying. <laughs> Go within and find your answers within. So. Right. And the selfless beauty of being of service, yeah. not through fear or not, and not through um, obligation, but through pure joy, just like this is what it is. Yeah. And then I, then I can take care of myself very easily because that's what it is too, right? Yep. Beautiful. All right. So the um, uh, Sabian symbol, I couldn't remember the name. Okay. Sabian symbol, a church bazaar, the value of giving a spiritual or transcendent sanction to even the most commonplace interchanges between social persons and individual minds. So this is uh, actually the last of five symbols in emphasizing the interaction between people constituting a social group, small or large. It brings in the element of religious sanctions. The purpose of any organized religion is primarily to meet the need of giving a more permanent significance to interpersonal relationships within the framework of a particular way of life and culture. It helps to keep the society whole by making it holy, at least in principle and ideal. It justifies human behavior by blessing it with divine revelation of what is good and valuable. It idealizes biological and social needs by ritualizing them. So the note is ritualized beneficence. Stresses the possibility of the presence of God in even the most material human activities. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Makes me think about Jupiter. We didn't talk that much about him, but in the sense of expanding you know, all yeah. of these things that perhaps we look at as negative or bad because they're collapsing or being overblown. Mm-hmm. And there's that joy in connecting with each other, right? At the church bazaar. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, it's emphasizing the importance of ritual in our lives, which, um, which people have done forever, you know, ritual does connect us and it um uh, and maybe it's about choosing your rituals wisely in this time as well (laughs) well yes and i think too when you think about a church bazaar uh you know i keep thinking about the word b-i-z-a oh yeah bizarre very bizarre but (laughs) the idea is community right it's humanity it's people coming together to share time and an experience and sharing their opinions about what's happening without uh, attacking one another, right? It's a very uh, human scale of doing things. Let's gather together. Let's talk about this. Let's discuss what we just saw and come to conclusions so we can go home and go, yeah, I was so connected with the people. We, we found something uh, meaningful in the disaster we're experiencing or whatever right yeah through the ritual through the connection beautiful yeah 
All right then, Jen. Tell everybody where they can find you. Or do we have anything else to say before we finish? No, I would like to remind people to send questions in weirdlymagicalpodcast at gmail.com and that we have our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash weirdlymagical um, for just $3 a month to support our podcast. But other than that, let's talk about where people can find us individually. <laughs> All right. So you can find me on my website, jenduchenne.com. I am pretty much all over facebook i have a group we belong we belong here i think it's called and i do have a uh, a group that i run i teach akashic classes people how to read akashic records i also do akashic readings and other readings uh, so you can find out all about that on uh, my website you can connect with me on facebook instagram just google my name i'm somewhere and um, the Illuminating Journey cards are available on my uh, website as well. And uh, I do have a class coming up uh, teaching people how to read their records. And it's a, a lab intensive, very exciting class. It's in San Francisco area um, the last weekend in February. So if you're in the area, connect with me and we can talk about it if you're interested. Cool. And I am Louise Eddington. Um, um, my website is louiseeddington.com. Um, both my books can be found on that or on Amazon, Modern Astrology and um, or any indie booksellers as well online. Uh, and the Complete Guide to Astrology, the new book. Um, at the moment, I'm most excited about doing my free class, um, Mercury Retrograde and the fear around it <laughs> kind of drives me nuts. So I decided to do a class to help people um, navigate their way through it and find their inner magic um, instead of going into that fear, fear and despair. <laughs> so that's the, the class is open now um, in, in that there is a couple of um, videos to help you create your own chart but um, we have a first live call tomorrow they're all recorded though so you can find that class anywhere um, online my facebook page is cosmic owl astrology um, i'm cosmic owl astrology on instagram i have a facebook group called planetary magic cafe that's a lot of fun too so come join the the free class um what's better than free really <laughs> <laughs> your email that's it <laughs> um um but i just i decided to do it free because mercury retrograde happens three four times a year and there's so much fear around it especially in our western world it made me laugh because i have a friend in sweden she's like why why do you all go on about mercury retrograde all the time we never mention it here. <laughs> 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 that's so funny yeah. yeah so uh better to work with it than uh than fall into that fear so anyway. <laughs> oh anyway yeah come follow me anyway even if you don't join the class um and i also do astrology readings and all that good palaver too <laughs> of course okay so for now unless you've got any final words jen it's goodbye from lou and goodbye from Jen. <laughs>